This is JFM Podcast. Very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanab. It's a beautiful uh, Tuesday evening, uh, kind of cloudy, uh, 25th of April 2023. Gilbert Joseph is here. Good evening. How is your day? How is the going? I had a good day and it's still so well. So far, no problems. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, Hakuna Matata. I like, I like that. Well, um, interesting stories. Uh, uh, today, you know, the the transition, the mood for transition, you know, has been set in place in Plato State uh, with the appointment of a 10-man uh, committee, you know, from the side of the uh, People's Democratic Party. And is it 10 or 9? Um, let's get that figure straight, yeah. Okay. It's so close to call. Because, so. Yeah, because I know that the APC has 12-member uh, committee, you know, in their own transition team. That's 10-man transition monitoring. 10-man, uh, yeah. 10-man, yeah, yes. you know, team. Uh, and today the governor-elect has made uh, an appointment. He has appointed one, uh, someone that I, I, I have tremendous respect for, you know, especially when it comes to um, this business of journalism, you know. That is the chairman of Correspondence Chapel. Uh, Mr. Yangbere was appointed today to oversee the media engagement of uh, the governor-elect, Barrister Caleb Mutfang. And I think that that is truly a good one. I'll always say that governance is not a call to sainthood. It's Very not a call true. to sainthood. You know, it's um, about the values that you bring, you know, to the table, you know, and uh, the skill that you possess, you know, that people will benefit uh, from, for example. So, uh, and Yang Bear is someone that I know very well. I've had, you know, close working relationship with him. Uh, he's a very upright person, transparent, and uh, he knows the job. You know, uh, that is that is the bottom line of what I'm going to say. He knows the job. So congratulations to Mr. Yang Bere, the chairman of Correspondence Chapel, for uh, this new appointment. Indeed, it is well-deserving, I would say. Round back in a round hole. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, it, it was heartwarming, really, when I discovered, you know, that he was eventually um, drafted into that position. And I have no doubt, like you have said, I have no doubt he would deliver the goods and he would bring stability, I, I dare to say, yeah. you know, um, in the area in which he has been deployed to serve the state government. So it, it really, you... If you have a problem with Gambere, then check yourself. I think in I summary, am, yeah, I yeah see that's that. what, yeah. And um, just before we move on, Mr. Moses Mwan has also been appointed as senior special assistant on special duties, you know, and been a retired permanent secretary with the Plato State Government and a community leader and a former local government administrator. Mm. Um, he's also one of those. I think so far so good. The governor-elect hasn't put a bad foot um, forward, but it's kind of you know, Barry's the Mutfang is kind of intimidating, you know. When I saw, <laughs> when I saw the transition, I mean, maybe you call out the list, Professor Shedrak Bess, <laughs> uh, maybe you call out the list, and then I say how intimidating, you know, that list. The list know, is be. by every standard. All right, um, it's it's so close. All right, just go ahead, Pansak, with um, you know the details and also, you know, why will you, uh, but Professor Gangiro Longbin, he's the chairman. <laughs> Professor Shedrak Bez, a member, Barrister Ibrahim K. Bawa, S.A.N., Senior Advocate of 
Nigeria. Right, Honorable Nuhu Abognu Ayuba. The current speaker of the Platinum State House. Yes, yeah, Honorable, you know, that the police are denying him to con- continue his constitution. In the eye of the law, he is. No, he's, he is. Not, you know. well, <laughs> and you have Honorable Daniel Kumi, you know, also known as Singapore. Ahadja <laughs> Jamila Sheo Gwandu. Dr. Raymond Jurit. Professor Stephen Malo, Honorable uh, Davo Mang, and Mr. Moses Nguan, MNI. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, you know, how the... Uh, we know from the uh, part of the Lalong, you know, the transition team, but I think that this list is, I dare say, intimidating. You know, you bring professors, you bring, you know, uh, <laughs> no-nonsense people, you know, I would say, you know, in transition. It shows that uh, Barrister Mutfang really wants to know what is going on. He wants to be thorough. Yeah, he wants to know what is going mm-hmm. on so that uh, he knows how to, uh, you know, kickstart, to hit the ground running. Uh, because, you know, these people, I know uh, some of them, you know, one-on-one and we have personal relationship with them. I know that they can be very thorough and they pay attention to details, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. So uh, that is a good thing. But ultimately, is for the benefit of Plato State, true, you true. know. Uh, if someone and it, it goes to show that a goldfish cannot hide, mm-hmm. it know? has no hiding place, yeah. really. Yeah. And let's quickly talk about the alarm the PDP raised, you know, initially mm. um, about how uncooperative the state government for its part, for its part was was being, you know, at the start of when it inaugurated its own transition committee. And I think it's something the state government could have done better. Mm. This 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 is cast on stone. You're just about living. You just have to. So why make the whole job difficult? And in fact, if anything, you should live on a very friendly note, yeah. you know, rather than being hostile and all. So by and large, it will happen. Mm. It will you know, happen. there's an American author by the name Stephen Farah. He wrote a book called Finishing Strong. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, maybe he got, someone should remind Governor Lalong that uh, leaders, you know, ought to finish strong, you know, uh, because all of what is happening, you know, the... Uh, employment, Sangha. I mean, at the close of the administration, so many controversies, mm-hmm. you know, are springing up. And I don't think it's a good, you know, uh, way to end. Uh, he should end on a very high note, you know, so that Plato people will, you know, applaud him, you know. Uh, but again, you know, the, I mean, the rumor mill that... Uh, uh, some government properties belong to the, belonging to the Plato State government have been sold by this administration, you know, is, is unhealthy. You know, look at the employment saga. Look at you know the what you just said. How, how uncooperative you know the uh, transition team of government you know is mm-hmm. uh, with that of the governor elect. But you know, I think that part of people deserve the best. True. If you ask me, true, we deserve the best. We at the end the of the day, we are brothers. At the end of the day, it's your sisters. At the end of the day, it's your family members. True. So why why just complicate the whole thing? And it will shock him to find that. <laughs> certain people even he thought that he thought would be very close to him might end up John Katie or jumping ship mm-hmm. you know so it, this this is a terrain that you just know what can happen yeah. so why try to make everything complex I think he can do better All he right. shouldn't live in a bad light and the whole controversies aren't good for his image and for the overall sort of name he would desire to live eventually yeah. you know when his time is up yeah well, uh, the president-elect has landed in the country. Ashwajibola, uh, my Tinubu, in company of, of his wife. You know, he uh, he had a vacation in London and Paris. France. And, you know, yeah. 
Uh, I saw yesterday on national TV, somebody was saying that, why can't you go to Yankari? Why can't you? I mean, that person writing that tweet knows that he cannot visit Yankari, for example. I was there, you know, just some years ago, and I know how dilapidated, you know, that place is. I think that in our criticism of government, we should be very realistic. honest. Yeah, we mm-hmm. should be very realistic. Uh, how many holiday resorts do we have in Nigeria that is of global standard, you know, that can bring people from all over the world? Uh, but if you type Nigeria, it's either Iswap, Boko Haram, you know, corruption, or, you know, uh, things like that. So, well, I just want, uh, for me, the president, like, Bola Metinibu to function. I mean, that is just, you know, he should, he should do the job. You know, he should make Nigerians happy. That is the purpose and essence of government, Gilbert. Yeah. Um, sadly, sadly, there's an image making the rounds on social media, but he has to perform. Let's not even go there. He has to perform. And people close to him are confident that he can't fail. So when he does not fail, then we're all in for the better side of governance. And um, we'd be really excited. For me, I'm keen to see the very first appointments he will make. His kitchen cabinet, basically. And for the fact that people worked during your campaigns in certain capacities does not mean that they have to go into the affairs of governance with you. Yes, you can grant them patronage of some sort, but just put square pegs in in square holes so that at the end, it's Nigeria's unity that is being prioritized. We are coming from a very divisive and polarized campaign um, in the past couple of months. February, yes, this is April, yes, past couple of months. So he has to do a better job, and people who helped him to fight political wars, cannot help him heal political division. So he just has to note that. And I'm sure he has a history that says he can identify talent, which many people agree with. So this is a very good good time to deploy that skill again. Yeah. Well, uh, when he, I mean, the Asokoro home of the president, like, has become a marker of some sort. Uh, <laughs> Senator Goswa Pabio was there. And, of course, you know that APC has said that, you know, after the holy month of Ramadan, they are going to zone the National Assembly position. But the party is yet to do that. You know, the APC is yet to do that. Uh, what you find is that people come in to visit the president, like, just to seek his blessing, you know, uh, and to kiss his ring, you know, if you know what I mean. Well, let's play this inside by, from uh, the president-elect, Ashiwajibolag Metinubu. When we come back, we have an interesting guest, uh, and the conversation definitely is going to be interesting. Stay here. For us, let me take some rest for tonight. And uh, after a long flight, eat some amala. So, after that, sleep a little, yes. and then tomorrow we meet. Whatever they like, they speculate. I'm heavy as sand, and I'm okay. You don't go back alone. You go back with people. You come so. Glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria Sunset. In case just tune in, my name is Ponsak Fanam. And my name is Gilbert Joseph. We have uh, a public intellectual, I would say, uh, 
uh, a politician by excellence, if you allow me to uh, use that word. We have former chairman of Basa Local Government, Honorable David Racha, is here with us. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming. Evening, listeners. Evening, Ponsac and uh, Gilbert. Congratulations. Your party has won the governorship election. I mean, uh, it was during the campaigns that uh, you were here. But congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we haven't met since. Thank yeah. you so much. So how does victory, you know, feel like? I know it's exciting, but how does it feel like, you know, <laughs> per, well, on a personal Victory level? is its own reward. And uh, it's our collective victory. The more people participate in it, the, the more fun it is. And I'm sure from the celebrations you saw, spontaneous, and I haven't seen anything like that. Even in 85, when uh, IBB took over from Buhari, there were celebrations. But it was nothing near what we saw in the victory of the PDP in Plata State, especially at the gubernatorials. So it's a good feeling. Do you feel that uh, there's a huge burden on your party right now and the governor would like to deliver? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. It comes but, with a lot of expectations. Yeah. You see, if you've listened... But are the expectations surmountable? You think that, you know, your party yeah, can... Truth be told, our people are... They are not too difficult to govern. And so you shouldn't try to overstretch yourself. Do the basics. Start with the basics. The issues that are of existential importance... You know, how people can eke a living, salaries for civil servants, basic facilities, amenities, infrastructure. That's all our people need. And let people have a sense of self-worth, a sense of dignity. If you ask, if you took a poll of what was most important to the people of Plato leading up to the elections... It's, 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 it's cycled around security, economy, and peace. They are basic things. So our people are not too difficult to govern. Once you provide those basic necessities, it's a good starting point. All right. Let's talk about the transition. You know, you heard me here. I said uh, the transition uh, team from the side of the PDP is intimidating, you yeah. know. Uh, because professors, uh, barristers, uh, people that have, you know, technocrat, uh, uh, consultant, uh, finance experts, you know, just like uh, Honorable Daniel Kumi. Yes. Uh, what is the, because, I mean, there's so much talk right now and uh, people don't know, you know, the, the state of things. As they, t Today the transition committee was inaugurated, you know. Um, what are some of the expectations uh, that you think, you know, Plato people have and uh, you can meet, you know, for example. And maybe first tell us how does a transition committee work? Because maybe a lot of people don't understand uh, what is even uh, the need of a transition committee. Mm. Well, first of all, let me say two things quickly before we move on. First of all, um, let me join you and other well-wishers in congratulating Mr. Moses Nuang, MNI, and uh, Mr. Jiang Berry mm -hmm. for their appointments as senior special assistant, uh, sp special duties, and senior special assistant media, respectively. I think, like you, like you both suggested, there are round pegs and round holes. 
and this is an indication of where this administration is going. The other thing I also need to talk about is something that is sad, but we seem to have gotten used to it. The killings in Barkin Ladi and yeah. over the weekend. It has become... As well as the preceding one in Mango. Yes, it has become like a, like a new normal. I think we need to spare a moment for the families of those who predeceased uh, us in these dastardly incidents. And so pray the Lord will comfort their families and grant them the fortitude to bear the loss. Amen. Eight people in all between Saturday and Sunday, mm. Barkin, Ladi, and Riyom. Sad. Back to your question, the transition committee. What does the transition committee do? I'll take that one first. Yeah. You get an idea of what a transition committee should all be about by looking at the terms of reference of um, the transition committee constituted on the side of the incoming administration. And there are seven. I'll just take a few. One, jointly receive and collate handing over notes from MDAs, ministries, departments, and agencies of government. Jointly plan activities and programs of events. That's number two. Number three, to organize a befitting transition of power and swearing in stroke inauguration of the governor-elect and the deputy governor-elect. Number four, arrange accommodation and transportation for guests and VIPs. Five, draw up VIPs, guests, or stroke guest lists for the event and communicate them. Six, construct and construction and decoration of befitting pavilion at the Rampam Stadium. And also, um, seven, provide adequate security for the venue and venue of the inauguration. Finally, carry out any other assignment as may be required. Now, from this, from these um, um, terms of reference, you know that it's in simple terms, it's a handing over and taking over process. An outgoing administration properly handing over, handing over to an incoming administration. Unfortunately, uh, like you also observe, the process in Plato State didn't start on a very friendly note. We expected more of an administration that has been in office for the past eight years odd to appreciate that it is a privilege to lead people in public service, in public office. And no matter what happens, you should live on a high. You should give at least even if it's not from the heart, an impression that you appreciate that privilege. We haven't seen that, but that's not something we intend to dwell on. The other thing is that we have, like you hinted, we have intelligence on some untoward activities that are going on, pilfering, pilferages, even in government house. The police, government assets and government uh, uh, properties are being stripped. And this is not, this is not the way we should go. So um, the, the transition committee is meant to take stock. You are handing over this to us, we are taking over this. Of course, it's, it's, a, it's a process that doesn't end 
on the 29th. After that, there are certain things we don't have access to until we get into office. That will have like bank statements. Uh, of course, you can you can you can ask for bank statement now, uh, because unless through a court order. But when we get there, we'll cross that bridge. So basically, that's, 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 that's the idea. We want it to be seamless, as seamless as can be, as should be. And we know that it can be done. Uh, we're playing our own part, and we know. It, it's, it's not a matter of, of, of uh, choice. It's a requirement. Uh, someone was governor before La Long came. Someone will be governor after... Mutfa and leaves, hopefully, uh, if the Lord tarries. So we have to, uh, it's, it's our plateau, we're all one people. You know, every one of us has a right to aspire to public office. And so let's, 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 let's learn to be civil. People who are looking up to us take hints from the way we relate with each other. All right. Let's look at the issue of pressure. Earlier, when you were making your introduction, you said there are basic things that, you know, the governor-elect can just simply um, do to win over public trust. Oh, yes. Yes, on his side. Mm. But do you have a feeling that there's some bit of pressure to impress in the side of the governor-elect or he's as calm as he can be? No, just no. help us to... Uh, I think it's in his stride. Uh, for those who didn't know Mutfan before he came up to aspire for governorship, they, they rightly ask, who is Mutfan? But I'm sure in the last couple of months, in the last 10 months or so, he's been on the campaign trails leading up to the elections. People of Plateau have an idea who he is, the way he has handled situations, issues, uh, good and bad, bitter and sweet his utterances, even up to the day of the elections, when the elections results were being collated, he was the one who called for calm when the results from just north were when the results from just north were being delayed. And uh, he's that kind of person. He has said it, he said he's not intimidated by people who know more than he does. He actually wants people who know more. Because it's, it's, it's a whole world of, of, of uh, knowledge mm -hmm. that is involved in, in, in any human endeavor. So you need people. There's always someone who knows something better than everyone, everyone else. And there's nobody who doesn't have anything at all to contribute. So if you look at the man, he is one who has already set the agenda. This is going to be an inclusive administration. It's going to be a people's administration. The role he is going to play is that of leadership. He is going to be the headhunter, the coordinator, if you like. Yeah. <clears throat> if you have anything to offer, step step on the plate, and then you 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 you'll get your chance. Of course, like you said at the inauguration today, and by the way, the campaign council was also dissolved this 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 afternoon. So uh, those of us who are members of the campaign council are. Assignment officially ended this afternoon before the inauguration. But like he said at the inauguration, he said, we cannot all get appointments into government, which is a fact. But the fact that you don't have an appointment doesn't mean you don't have a role to play. You know, like we did in the campaigns. He said, everybody must first concern themselves with delivering their polling units, which is where the elections are won and lost. 
and you see it worked good for PDP. Same thing, development has to be local. Everybody should find a way. And if you're doing something good, like you said earlier on, good fish have no hiding place. You'll be identified. We have this young man from Bokos who is into uh, making agricultural equipment. He didn't have to come and beg Jerry Malo. Jerry Malo. So talent will always show through. And so uh, it's, his style, it's his style to get people involved. To, to, he's a team player. And he has begun to show it by the quality of the assemblage of the members of these uh, uh, committee professors, uh, MNIs, civil servants, accountants, chartered accountants, you name them, inclusive uh, people with capacity, uh, young people, Abok, who was persecuted by the, uh, uh, um, let me use that, phrase, that, that term, persecuted by the outgoing administration. The, the justice system has redeemed the, 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 the image they intended to batter, and he's on that committee. So it's an inclusive thing. And if you look at spread across the state, spread across um, uh, uh, various ethnic and uh, religious and other divides, there are people from all. So this is a sign of things to come. This is the man, this is the quintessential Caleb Mutfan. All right. You spoke about, you know, how certain sharp practices are going on yeah. from the outgoing administration's end mm -hmm. and the job. You know, one of the terms of reference of the transition committee mm -hmm. is to collate handing over notes from MDS. Mm -hmm. In the events that these handing over notes show, perhaps they, do, they wouldn't even, like you said, mm -hmm. bank statements and all of those mm -hmm. things wouldn't be made tenable right now. Mm -hmm. But should he get to office and discover some of these sharp practices? How would you want for him to handle situations such as that? Because at the end, it will be that he's witch hunting or he's pursuing vendetta. Or all sorts of things would come up. But okay. how would you want for him to handle this in the interest of accountability? Actually, it's not how I would want. It's what, what is he required as a servant of the people to do. There are two things. There are two ways. If it's a civil service thing that the civil service prescribes procedures, I expect you to follow those procedures. If it's a legal thing, constitutional or legal or that has templates for addressing them that way, I'm sure you applied those, those uh, templates. Now, so as not to give an impression to prejudge the outgoing administration, those, those things we have, those intelligence we have, might turn out to be untrue. I'll give you an example. If some vehicles have been seen or suspected to have been carted away, and during the period of the transition, what do you call the, the, yeah, the transition, the MDAs report those vehicles, that we have social vehicles, social vehicles, it means they have not been taken away. The, 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 the business of governance continues. It's continuous. The fact that PDP has won an election does not mean that APC administration has ended yet. It continues to the 29th of May, which is like four or five weeks away. Now, government business has to go on. If you see three helixes going towards Abuja, don't jump to conclusion that they are being carted away. They could be going on official government assignment. Yeah. So... That's, that, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. We, we may not, we should not 
preempt. Of course, uh, there are people who have issues with uh, their bosses and uh, and uh, feel victimized that might cook up stories that cannot be substantiated. This is the opportunity for the transition to 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 uh, uh, unravel such things. And like I said, the transition does not end on the 29th of May. After 29th of May, the incoming administration would have more access to certain information that may not be presently available. And then you compare. You will not be, you, you, uh, one shouldn't be surprised that some of the things that we might find might not even be related to the Lalong administration. They might go way back to maybe Darius administration. So just to say we should not preempt. Yes, there are things we are hearing, there are information we have, but need to be corroborated or refuted during this transition process. Let's talk about the uh, employment uh, issue that uh, there is no clarity you know, on it. Mm. Some people are saying that it's 7,000, some mm. people are saying 11,000, uh, and yet others are saying that uh, it was drawn based on uh, for just political reasons, mm. you know, for example. Mm. Mm. Uh, but how do you feel as a member of the PDP that, you know, all of these things are happening? Do you feel that is a booby trap that has been set, you know, to impede, you know, your progress, you know, the progress of your party in delivering uh, governance to plant to people? Part of the responsibility of government is to provide employment and social services to the people. Mm. So on the face of it, there's nothing wrong with employing people. But if you're employing, whether in a business organization or in the public service, particularly in the public service, there are set rules and procedures. You need to advertise vacancies because you want to give everybody a fair chance. Isn't it? Mm. You need to set the criteria for employment. And before then, there has to be memos generated. There are procedures. Now, what we are hearing, again, might not be the whole truth. Might be 500, might be 1,000, yeah. maybe 15,000. Nobody knows. And the state government hasn't yeah, come yeah. out to say, yeah, this is yeah, the exact yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. Figure. Now, what I expect, I've been a civil servant before. I was an admin officer for years before I left. Yeah, but, yeah good. But... Here's the point that uh, I would expect that when the administ new administration comes on board, they will look at the process. They'll look at the numbers. They'll look at everything that has to do with the process of employing people. And if there's nothing wrong with it, it remains. If there are questions to be asked or irregularities to be, to be straightened out, I'd expect they would be straightened out. Unfortunately, uh, the Arguin administration hasn't done itself any favors by, if what is alleged to be is true, mm -hmm. by embarking on that kind of mass safe employment. Uh, the, the PDP state PRO issued a statement earlier in the week. Was it um, over the weekend? Yeah. And um, I thought I would have thought that the official spokesperson of the administration, the outgoing administration, would respond. Uh, he didn't. Rather, the uh, campaign spokesperson. No, no, the spokesperson of the 
APC did. Okay. And in my opinion, he is not a fit person to make make that uh, rebuttal. I would have expected someone in the administration to say officially, as the official spokesperson, this is the position. Of course, if it's not 11,000, how many thousands have they employed? Unfortunately, even that statement did not deny, did not refute, did not rebut mm. the allegation. So I don't think we should, we should, we should belabor that point. When we get to the bridge, we'll cross it. Well, in case just tuning in, we've been having a chat with Honorable David Racha, and we're looking at uh, the process of transition. Today, the PDP inaugurated the transition committee, 10-man transition committee. Uh, uh, well, lots of uh, interesting, you know, issues. You know, I know that uh, the transition committee will uh, kickstart, will start, and, I mean, work will start in uh, NS to transit from the Lalong administration to... Uh, the Barista Caleb Mutfang administration. You can join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. 081-21-877777. Or you call 90 Or go on Facebook at JFM Live, www.jfmlife. Um, on Twitter at JFM Josh, and drop your comment. Don't forget to turn down the volume of your radio before calling. Let's take this uh, first call. Hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening, thank you for calling. My name is Zira, I'm calling from Old Bukuru Park. We're listening, thanks for calling. I want to... Joseph Gilbert, good evening. And the guest in the studio there, good evening. Good yeah. evening, good, good evening. evening. Well, they said, he that killed by sword will not allow a knife to pass back of his head. <laughs> and what am I saying in essence is that Whenever you know you, you are serving a public office and you know that your hands are clean, you will be the first person to call your opposition party to come and join you to do check balancing. Just like what Peter Obi did in the state when he was the governor of Anambra State. Before he stepped down from his office, he was one that invited the PSCC that they should come and cross-check him to know whether there is any way that he has looted the state money. That is what we call accountability. Because there is no how you will serve people, and then when you want to go, there are things that you are hiding. If your transition committee were based on, you involve other parties, at least it will not be causing all this talk here and here, here and here, that there are things that you are hiding. So it's quite unfortunate, and I pray that by this transition committee that uh, Caleb Ufan said, at least they will be able to come up with better things, I believe, because from this appointment that we are saying, we know that, yes, he's set to go. He's keeping the ground working, and which I'm wishing him all the best, that he should try his best, and then make sure that he put this outgoing government that are going out so that we we'll hold them accountable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Thank you very much. My name is Eddie Kumar. I'm calling from Chicha and T-Junction. Well, listening. Thanks for calling. Yes. Um, actually, I will comment your guest. You have spoken very, very well. And also comment the governor-elect, Barista Khaled Mulfang, because the transition committee that he inaugurated today, it has shown that this uh, man is ready for Plateau State and the kind of team that I dare... I think that this is something that we are going to recommend them. 
and we are urging them to do their work. Mm -hmm. And as you ask your guests, like for example, there is a lot of uh, for government facilities and other activities that and other uh, uh, no, some things that are not normal in this present administration. So you see, Barrister Kale Mutfa is there for the people. I don't think he can personally say that he forgive or he did not forgive. That's how we have constitution and law to work with. And to, to have justice, I think anybody that uh, 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 was caught with uh, 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 battling with the property of Plateau State, I think he should be prosecuted accordingly, no matter his position. Because the people of Plateau State have been disappointed in this present administration, seeing how a lot of things have not gone back. Even the dead tea in Plateau State is only a sign that shows that Plateau State is backwarded. So we are, we are, we are urging the, the, the incoming uh, governor to make sure that all the facilities that we help him to, 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 to deliver for the people, he should not hesitate because the people are with him. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Sadiq. Thank you for calling. Hello. Good evening, Gilbert and the guests in the studio. Thank you for calling. We're listening. Thank you. I'm Uta Ike Kalu calling you from Bochy Park. We're listening. Thanks for calling, sir. You see, we citizens, what, should, what we should be thinking of, how do we get to this stage? You don't want me to succeed, and I will never want you to succeed. Mm. At the end of the day, who is it affecting? It's affecting me and you, the ordinary citizens. This reception of democracy in this state, go and look around and see. Abandon projects. Everybody comes... We abandon the one that is dead before us has gone. We want to open another one. Not continuity. At the end of the day, what is me and you, the citizen, are getting? So we should get back to the drawing board and start thinking of how we continue to see the activities of the day. There's not any single government that comes and goes without having any single project that is profitable to the citizens. Let's get back to the drawing board. This is what we want him. Pull him down the road. He's becoming and won't becoming. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling. Hello. Hello, Pastor. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, sir. Tell us your name. Hello. Yeah, loud and clear. We can hear you. Go ahead, sir. Uh, that's one of those things we're talking about. You see, the bedrock of every good government is the fact that you can man can chunk on it. This is one of those things. It's not in those professionals. You can see some of the very cheap to you can cut. What you call money from house. I remember I was working in and even the professor on this academician. Then, uh, you know, so all of them, they like, what I want is, I don't want to go. Please, if they want to walk, you know, you know, we are very fun to say, before you start gambling, do I want to be in their house? Make sure that you are walking in a customer Platform. So let him be serious and forget this is the time of sacrifice because there's no money. And this election committee is very small, just like speaking to people, telling friends, 
Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good evening. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Madam Queen calling from Abatua. Well, yeah, we're listening. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. Good evening to the guests and givers this evening. Good evening. You see the issue of uh, our elected president coming back. I think we him sickness or anything. We want him to be healthy. In as much as uh, some of us are still uh, hoping that uh, his mandate is restricted. Because that is the essence of going to court. But those people, Nigeria should not be moved by those people, the thousands of people around him. They are looking for their own uh, position. It doesn't mean that the people gathered him to welcome him, that uh, it's because they love him so much. They are fighting for themselves. These are the people that are praying that nothing happens to him. Because if anything happens to him, that if you affect them also, they will be denied of it. They, they won't be in power again because these are the people that they want to be in power by all means. It's not for him himself, but for themselves. So Nigeria should not be moved by that. I want to beg the new, uh, the, our elected uh, incoming uh, governor of Plateau State. He should do everything to unite Plateau State. We want him. This unity that they say that Lalong is the best governor. He has brought this is one sided and, and, and compromise the unity that he has brought to Plateau State. Our governor that is coming, Mufan, to make sure that he unites Plateau State thank you thank you well after this gilbert will take us through our social media hello hello good evening thank you for calling yes. my name is Matthias, calling from digital Matthias, thank you for calling we're listening to you yes i'm talking about transition I believe this transition will be fair to each and every individual who is the plastic people. Because uh, if, if, if it is because of I'm from this party or I'm not from this party, then the transition will be not be fair to me. Then which is uh, the transition is not no proper thing. So I'm calling it let to be fair and and justice on Thank you. Thank you, thank you. On Facebook, Steve Tongpam Zulong says, Good evening, Ponsak Gilbert and the guests in the studio. In my opinion, he should do the needful within the rule of law. Thanks and God bless. I come in peace. Bamshak Milaham says, Nothing much. Let the rule of law prevail. Nobody is above the law. If the Lalong-led administration indeed embezzled any funds, then he should be made to face the law. Governor Darie was not an exception. So why not Governor Lalong? Chester Phillips says, Good evening, Ponsak, Gilbert, and the guest. Please, when will the police on the plateau get information about terrorists coming to attack plateau people? Because they always have information that some people will attack the House of Assembly. Oje Enahoro says, Evening, my good people in the studio. I love the first step my beloved governor elect took today. Plateau will return to its glory days. 
activist Catman says, Good evening, Ponsak, Gilbert, and the guests. For me, probing the present government should not be an issue with BCM, but Governor Lalong is inviting the probe from his actions. The last transition committee involved is Deputy Governor Professor Sonny Tuoden, but how can Lalong set transition committee without anybody from BCM side? Something is surely wrong somewhere. Um, all right. And we must know it. God bless you all. God, Joseph Yibin, says he should work with people that would share this very vision of accountability and transparency. He also should bring up some fences that will guide and ensure that the standards um, that will eventually necessitate accountability and transparency are upheld. Stephen Soman says BCM should just concentrate on developing the state. He should make sure his cabinet members are clean. Baturi Simon says, Good evening, Ponsak. The great Gilbert and the guests in the house. An excellent leader will fail if he puts square pegs in a round hole, but an average leader will succeed if he puts round pegs in a round hole. It is our earnest prayer and desire that Barrister Caleb Mutfan will choose selfless people who have the interest of Plachi State to work with him. Izank, as he says, Good evening, Sunset. To me, let justice be done according to justification. I love you guys. God bless JFM, my favorite radio station. Talkman Morshisha Kabila says, A place has already been prepared for Governor Lalong in prison. Plato people will never forgive Lalong. Nen Dungbam says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert and the guests in the house. This is the most corrupt government in the history of Plato State. And if Mr. Mutfang will bring justice to the good people of the state, he must probe Lalong at all costs because he has nothing to show for the empty eight years of his governance. God save Plateau State. Ponsak? Yeah, well, uh, let me read out some tweets uh, that just came in. Justified Chikudi is saying, I think the executive should empower agencies who are responsible for the probe of corruption to do their job, while the executive focus on getting us the dividend of democracy. Uh Okay, simple as he's saying, it's not the job of the executive to probe anyone. Namani Edwin Alexander is saying, based on the extremely poor performance of Governor Lalong, I strongly advise that his administration be probed. If Baba Jalong was probed by, for the purpose of accountability, who is Lalong that should not be probed? Jeremiah Kubopam is saying, I think it will be nice for Mudfang to review Plato. He should be focused on bringing the needed change and strengthen our institutions. More phone calls. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Mr. Ponsak. Thank you for calling. Tell us the name and join the conversation. God bless please. you, my brother. This is Extravagant Malogi calling you from Joss. We're listening. Thanks for calling, sir. Yes. Uh, permit me to greet the guests in the building. You have done so well. God bless you, my brother. Thank you very much. Good evening. Yes. Um, the, 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 the lead of uh, the transition committee set by uh, Barrister Caleb Mutfan uh, actually came to me like uh, music in my ears. When I looked at the pedigree, the proficiency, the capacity and the capability of those uh, platoonians on that list, it brought joy to my heart. In fact, uh, 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 Professor Shedrach Beth has been like a mentor to me. I followed him for over the years now, and that's a man that has won my heart. It's a true it's a true plateau man. And alongside others, I, I mean, it, 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 it brought joy to my heart. Um, let me also say this, that um, 
the food, the first food you threw to the dance is very, very important. Because if you threw the first step off the beat, it means that whatever step that comes upon that first will be will go the wrong way. But I think he has thrown the first step rightly. And let me also uh, say this to the incoming governor, that what should be uppermost in his mind is the issue of security. I hate it when Nigerians are killed unjustly. I, 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 an injustice to one Nigerian is an injustice to all of us. The way Amana people are killed on the plateau, let me not mention all that state because this is my Jerusalem. This is where, this is my home first before yeah. that state. Yeah. I, it's, it's so saddening. It's not, it should do everything humanly possible to ensure that Operation, uh, uh, Operation um, Rainbow comes back into force and that whatever it will take him to ensure that Plateau people are secure is first and foremost. And then secondly, either there are Platoonians who are in IDP camps or displaced from their ancestral homes, we should do everything humanly possible to resettle them back to their homes. That is the first justice God will use him to bring to Plateau. And if he does this, every other thing will be, uh, will, will be like uh, an icing on the cake. Thank God you. bless you, my brother, once more. Extravagant Malobi from Josh. Thank you, thank you. After this, the guest will give his response to the comments. Hello, good evening. A very good evening. Thank you for calling. Thank you very much. This great comrade Dadon, Antiba Solomon, calling from Anguaruguba, the voice of Anguaruguba. Thank you for calling, sir. Uh, thank you. You see, for that, I want to say this. I hope the 10 man committee for the transition should not compromise the interest of democracy and the interest of Plateau people like that the delegates who compromise the democracy in Nigeria. <laughs> I will urge them to be very smart and be very, very, very what, careful. They are representing Plateau people uh, because, you know, after the emergence of the government-led barrister uh, the president administration started misbehaving with some properties of the state. So I want the 10 man committee to be very, very partial and be very, very active. Hello? If we get everything, thank you very much for that. May God help them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, this is much phone call we're going to take on the show. Honorable uh, Racha, please, uh, you had. Uh, Lots of expectations from uh, the people. Yeah. First of all, let me thank all the callers and the uh, those who sent uh, contributions on social media. If you listen to these contributions, one thread runs through all of them. There's excitement, there's expectation, there's a, an honest desire to add value to the incoming administration. And... I was especially caught by the comment by Musa from Bauchi Road, who spoke about a certain vicious circle that has become our narrative in Plateau State. We must break that cycle of we versus them. Mm. We are all Plateau people. Yeah. And it's a privilege, I said earlier, to be given the opportunity to lead the people politically. So when you get there, 
embrace everybody. There are very good people in APC. Mm. Very good materials. When we were campaigning, when we were in one sis- uh, at, 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 at a sister station where they had um, um, a call-in program for all the three uh, front-running candidates before the elections, uh, Mutfang, Lentawe, uh, uh, and, uh, and Dakum. And also, when we were at NIPS, these two things kept coming up. One, that it is inconceivable that if Mutfan became governor, he will not use the competencies of Dakum as a public health expert or Nentawe as an ICT guru. These, they are plateau people. We should change ourselves when we don't include, when we are exclusive. When you run a, a program or administration that is exclusive, inclusivity benefits you who includes them in what you're doing. Team play, that's team play. Because everybody has something they can contribute. And so what Musa said resonates with something this administration has committed itself to do. We're going to be inclusive. We're going to look... We're not going to measure your 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 opportunities by your partisan lineage. We expect that anybody, including people from outside the state, yeah. he has said this he said this in so many fora. So if you have anything to contribute, feel free. And honestly I I I, I, I need to thank the contributors from social media and the and uh, call us, you know, that they have really struck a, 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 a chord that resonates with uh, the incoming administration. I also want to add that, um, um, yes, we have to do that with a balance between condoning crass illegalities. Uh, things that, like I said earlier, that were not done according to lay down procedures will have to be corrected. Things that were done illegally will have to be reversed. Where restriction can be made, restriction will be required to be made. Where restriction cannot be made, if you look at the trend, we're moving away from prisons to correctional centers, centers yeah. which means we are moving towards rehabilitation, mm. towards reformation, rather than punishment, rather than being punitive. At the point we were talking about the Nigerian police force should be requesting Nigerian police service. Because force is a negative, has a negative connotation. Now we must also do that. We must run public office as strictly public office All right. for the good of the public. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much, Honorable David Racha, for coming. Really interesting conversation with you as always. Gilbert, your final word. The wife of the president has thanked every member of the public, every Nigerian, in fact, you know, for the support rendered to her husband's administration. So mm. reality is setting in. Mm. Time is up. Mm. True, true. Well, uh, do have a good evening. The news will come your way top of the hour, 6 o'clock. My name is Ponsak Kana. Bye now. <music>
for listening to JFM Podcast.